Hey ladies, welcome to A Raw Christian Life. I'm your host, Shannon, and I created this podcast to reach other women who are in the same position I was in not long ago. Each episode, I will dive into the Christian faith and share my journey. Along the way, I hope to teach you what I've learned while sharing the raw side of Christianity as I live it. Now, I'm still a new Christian learning new things every day, but if I have questions, I know other women probably do as well. I will hit on heavy topic and small topic, answering questions, correcting myself when wrong, updating you on what I've learned when it changes my perspective on topics I previously discussed, connecting with my listeners, and inviting others to join in on the discussion as well. We'll have guests on and much more. So, if you're questioning your faith, want a deeper understanding of the Christian faith, or are just intrigued, I want to invite you to slip on your comfy sock or your favorite drink and grab your favorite snack, then come right back here as we dive into this week's episode. To open their eyes and turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan unto God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins and inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith that is me. Acts 2618. Hello ladies, and welcome back to the podcast. This is episode 10. That may seem like a small number to many of you, but it's a big milestone for this little podcaster. With it being episode 10, I wanted to start off by saying thank you. Thank you for continuing to come back and listen to these episodes each week. And especially thank you for coming back and tuning in after the break I took when I lost my father. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for every listen, share, review, and subscription. Each of these small actions on your part are such a blessing to me and my podcast ministry. I wanted to make sure to express to my listeners just how much they mean and how grateful I am for them. So thank you again. Wow, 10 episodes, ladies. Trying to find a topic for this week's episode was a little more tricky. Now, I started planning this episode before my dad passed, but everything still applies. So, over time, I went from simple episodes on how to read the Bible to more deeper topics such as sexuality and much more. One of the subjects that I played around with covering for this episode, I wanted to address, but it's a little bit of a hard hitter. I was really drawn to it this week because of a situation that unfolded in front of me, and I struggled with it a little. It's a subject that I plan to cover in the future, but I cited against it at this point. Why, you might ask? Well, it's simple. I prayed on it. See, before I start planning out my episodes each week, I first must decide on a subject. For this week's episode, I had several different topics on my mind. I was set on doing a specific subject and had been planning out the episode in my head. Then I sat down and gathered all my materials needed to write out my episode. Then I prayed, as I do before starting recording on each episode or the planning stage of each episode. While praying, I asked God to be with me and to let me spread the words he wants and the message that he wants spread. And that's when I heard don't do an episode based on anger. The message will not be clear or received. Then I went back and forth on two subjects and I felt pulled towards this one, losing your salvation. So when I opened my eyes from that prayer, I knew I needed to talk about salvation with my listeners. 
So let's get into it. So with knowing that I'm a Christian, you may be thinking, well, this lady should know all about and understand salvation, right? She should know what it is, how to obtain it, if you can lose it, and if you can lose it, how do you do that as well? But here's the raw truth. Until a few weeks ago, I didn't fully understand that. And I'm not ashamed to say that. I want to continue to grow and learn in my faith. And that's what I'm doing. I'm taking you guys along with me on that journey. So after all, I am strong in my stance and you can't grow as a person and evolve as a person without admitting our faults or when we don't understand something, learning more about it. We can't grow and evolve if we aren't open to being wrong and learning from the world around us. Now, I don't want you to take that wrong. I knew what salvation was. I know how to get it, but I didn't know if you could lose it or how you could lose it if you could. That's the raw part of Christianity. We don't know all the answers to every question a person might bring to us, and we are all, as Christians, still learning evolving in our faith and growing in Christ every day. We should not be ashamed or be made to feel ashamed because of that fact either. Knowing I had these questions or knowing the fact that I did not know the answer to these questions made me think that there has to be other people out there in the world who have these same questions as well and are seeking answers. Maybe some of these people are already children of Christ and this will help them develop in their faith and spread God's word better. And maybe some of those people are on the fence or non-believers. No matter the situation, I started this podcast to help with questions I struggled with. And so hopefully someone else wouldn't have to struggle as much. I kind of already mentioned them, but I want to be clear on what we will be addressing. The four main questions that popped into my head on this topic were, one, what is salvation? Two, how do you obtain salvation? The third was, can you lose your salvation And if so, how? And four, can you overcome losing your salvation? First question, what is salvation? Let's jump into it. By definition from Oxford languages, salvation is the preservation or deliverance from harm, ruin, or loss. Now, salvation for a Christian happens when they accept Christ into their lives and in their hearts. Many people commonly refer to the day when a Christian accepts Jesus the Lord as their Savior as the day they were quote-unquote saved. This is common and easy way to refer to it, but truly the day a Christian accepts God into their lives is their day of salvation. What is the difference, you might ask? Well, it's best explained by my pastor when he said a person can only find salvation once, but can be saved from many things over time in many different ways. When he said that, one question popped into my head. So, if it's not your saved date, then why do people commonly refer to your salvation birthday as the day you were saved? The best answer I could come up with that made sense was the day that a Christian accepts Jesus into their life and accepts him as their Lord and Savior is the day they are choosing to quote-unquote save their souls from eternal fiery pits of damnation, also known as hell. So, In short, salvation is God's promise of forgiveness and eternal life. A couple of verses on salvation from the King James Bible that I found that really struck my heart were as follows. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For the Lord Jehovah is my strength and song. He also is become my salvation. Isaiah 12.2. The other one that really struck me was, He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense. I shall not be moved. Psalms 62.6. Now, let's move on to the second question. 
which I did kind of already answer when I was addressing the first question, but I want to make it very clear, so let's go over it anyways. Question two was, how do you obtain salvation? You obtain salvation through Jesus Christ. This is the one and only way a person can obtain salvation as a Christian. A person who believes in their heart that God exists and that God sacrificed his son Jesus for our sins and that his promise of everlasting life is true, they would then accept God into their hearts through prayer. They would pray to God admitting that they are sinners and that they believe in his sacrifice in Jesus Christ and ask to be forgiven and taken into God's family. Obviously, those aren't your exact words, but that gives you an idea. When a person does this, they are quote-unquote born again and the date is known as their salvation date or their salvation birthday. Mine's February 27th, 2022. So, with all of that information, I knew and understood what it meant to quote-unquote be saved, and I thought I knew exactly what would be quote-unquote expected of me as a Christian moving forward. The part that confused me even after salvation, really up until just a few weeks ago I still had questions on it, was what we are going to cover in the third and fourth questions. Question number three, as you may recall, was can you lose your salvation? And before I would have said, well, maybe, but I'm not sure. Like maybe it depended on the sin and where your heart was. For example, if you're born again and you murder someone for fun, then yeah, you would probably lose your salvation. But if you murdered someone in self-defense, you wouldn't. That was my line of thinking when I first gave my life over to the Lord. But I recently found out that that was only sort of right. Well, in the sense that you can lose your salvation, but probably not in the way or ways you were thinking, which leads us into question four, which was, if you can lose your salvation, how and can you get it back? Can you get your salvation back? Can it be redeemed? The only way you lose your salvation is to stop believing in God and our Heavenly Father and to start teaching against the Word of God. While gaining the knowledge of salvation and the ability to lose it or not is another question that popped into my head. Why is it hard to lose your salvation after accepting Jesus Christ into your heart? That was explained best by my pastor as well. You know, he has a lot of great knowledge and he does a great job of sharing it. I learn a lot from him, as anybody should their pastor. He explained it in a very simple way. He said, how can you lose something that you did not work to earn in the first place? If you think about that simple statement, it packs a lot of punch when you really think about it. Our salvation is not something that can be lost for a couple of reasons. One, I already said, how can you lose something you did not earn? Two, while we seek Jesus for salvation, our salvation is not in our control. It's in God's control. So it's not ours to lose. It's not like a $5 bill that we asked somebody to borrow or asked somebody to have. It's much more than that. And three, God tells us in the Bible many different times that he promises everlasting life and forgiveness if we accept him into our hearts and that he does not break his promises. Here is a few examples of God's promise of salvation to us from the Bible. And I give unto them eternal life and they shall never perish neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. John 10:28. For the wage of sin is death 
but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord, Romans 6.23. And then there's this last one. In hope of eternal life, which God, that cannot lie, promised before the world began, Titus 1.2. That is just three examples from the King James Version Bible that tells us of God's promises of eternal life for those that believe in him. They tell you the reason that death was brought about for the sin created by human free will. They will tell you that God cannot lie, and therefore his promise of everlasting life is true. And they speak of the fact that nothing can separate you from the love and forgiveness God gives his children. Now, some of you may be thinking, well, people say things all the time and then don't follow through with them. So who's to say God won't just change his mind at some point? Well, the truth is we won't know until we pass on. But just like God tells us he will never break a promise, he has told about different prophecies that came true and those were also written in the Bible. Let me just give you a few examples so that you know I'm not just speaking out of context. God spoke about Jesus coming in the world before he did. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness in Genesis 1.26. This is speaking about the Trinity, which is the Father, the Word, and the Holy Spirit. The Word also being the Son, Jesus Christ. He spoke about that in the first book of the Bible, and Jesus isn't around then. That was a prophecy that came true, that he spoke about that nobody else knew was coming. The book of Genesis is the first book in the Bible, and God talked about the Trinity, but before the Trinity was around, before the Trinity came to fruition. Therefore, we can probably assume God is still sticking to his promise of eternal life for his children. Again, in Isaiah 7.14, it states, Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. This was speaking about the Virgin Mary giving birth to Jesus. Again, before it ever happened in time. So you may be thinking, okay, so he proves in the Bible that what he says comes true and he's always right. But how can we trust that it is the truth outside of God telling us so in the Bible? Well, I would direct you back to our episode on the nine pillars of relationships. Do you remember what I stated was the foundation of a relationship, especially when it comes to your relationship with God? Faith. That's where your faith comes in. Your faith should lead you to believing that God never lies and is all-knowing. He keeps his promises and he tells you that over and and over again. So why should we question him? Another question that might arise on the subject is, well, if your salvation can never be taken away, what happens when you sin and what keeps you from sinning? When you sin, God will continue to forgive you. But as a parent gets disappointed in their children, God gets quote-unquote disappointed in us. It puts a strain on that relationship. God will also try to communicate to lead you to a better path or to remove you from the sin around you. But you must be open to the signs and understanding the messages that God is sending to you. Now, when it comes to what keeps you from sin, that's your love for God. It's that simple. A Christian will feel pulled in certain directions or have quote-unquote gut feelings this is conviction of God in the heart. Now your free will gives you the power to follow those or ignore them. But when you love God, you want to please him just as you would want to please a parent because you love them. That about sums it up. I know this is a shorter episode, but I really just wanted to touch on this powerful subject. You cannot lose your salvation in any easy form, and so you shouldn't be worried about that. Now, that doesn't mean once you're saved, you should go out and sin, and that is another episode that is coming up, guys. Hint, hint. Um, but it does mean that 
God understands you're human. He understands you're going to have fleshly desires and he understands that you're going to want more in life, I guess is the best way to put it. Your flesh is going to pull you towards the sin of the world. And God knows and understands that. And he still loves you. And he's still willing to forgive you for all past, present, and future sins. Your job is to try to do better every day to be more like Jesus Christ and to keep yourself from sinning. So I think that about sums it up. Um, I do want to go over and summarize a few things that we discussed in this episode. The first one is it's salvation, not saved. The day that you accept Jesus Christ into your heart and accept him as your savior and believe in him wholeheartedly and want to follow him and be more like him, that is the day of of your salvation. That's not the day you're saved. Two, salvation is when a person admits that they are a sinner who needs help. You have to understand that you are a sinner as a human in order to reach salvation. You have to know that you're a sinner, you have messed up, and you will continue to mess up. And then you ask God for his forgiveness for all past, present, and future sins and accept him into your life. Ask him to take control. Three, you cannot lose your faith. You cannot lose your salvation unless you yourself stop believing and start teaching against the word of God. The fourth thing is sinning just puts a strain on your relationship with God, but never breaks it. That's what repenting's for. When you know you're, you've sinned, like there are days where I will lose my temper and a bad word will slip out of my mouth, or I will say something hurtful to someone that I love and care about. I then have to repent that sin to the person that I sinned against and ask for their forgiveness. But then I also, in prayer, ask God for his forgiveness and ask God to help me to keep from sinning again. He can give you the tools. You just have to lean on him. And five, we know this is true because of our faith in God and because it says it in the Bible. Before we go into our closeout prayer, I want to send out a big thank you to everyone again for coming back each week for the newest episodes of this podcast. It's such a blessing and means so much. I want to continue to be able to come back every week and share my journey with all of you. In order to do that, I need a little help from you, though. If you would like to help out this little podcast ministry, please hit the subscribe button, leave a review, or share our episodes to your loved ones. If you're really enjoying it and want to do all three, I would forever be grateful. Remember, you can reach out to me at any time with questions episode ideas or anything else that you just might like to discuss and you can do that one of two ways you can send me an email at a raw christian life at gmail.com or you can go over to facebook and join us on our facebook page and send me a message or comment on the page i'm always available you just have to reach out again thank you for your support and without further ado let's bow our heads in prayer Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you on this beautiful day from your creation of earth, thankful for all of the blessings in my life. Lord, I thank you for each and every one of my listeners and each and every one of their likes, shares, subscriptions, listens, anything that they do to help support my podcast ministry where I help share your word. I am grateful for that, Lord, because I know you send each and every one of them to me each week. Lord, we just ask that you be with us in health and in my I hope that you can help me in my podcast ministry by opening the ears and hearts to those listening to hear the message, Lord. And I just hope, I ask that you be with each of my listeners and 
help them through whatever troubles they're going through, Lord. Each of us has our own battles to fight, and we don't always know how to fight those on our own. So we need you. We need your strength and your wisdom, and we just need you in our hearts, Lord, to keep us on a righteous path in our lives, to glorify you and your word and everything that we do, Lord. I ask that you be with anybody that is sick or anybody that is needing anything from you. I just ask that you reach down and you be with them, Lord. We know you're always there and you're always listening and you are almighty and powerful and only with you all things are possible, Lord. So we come to you each and every day in prayer and we just ask that you be there for us, Lord. I want to thank you for using me to spread your word with this podcast and I want to thank you for putting it on the hearts of my listeners to come back each week and I just pray that you continue to be with me and them as we go through our daily lives. In Jesus name I pray. Amen.